what's that phenomenon where you hear a word and it's like you hear it everywhere yeah, yeah i don't know what it's called but i know what you're saying yeah yeah yeah. like when you get a car you see your car everywhere yes right exactly um that word is vulva you've been hearing it i have started re-watching friends oh yeah <laughs> and there's that episode <laughs> where rock dirty to the episode yes and ross can't and his <laughs> him say like trying to dirty talk was him saying Bulba. <laughs> Do you know what day it is today? <clears throat> it's trash day. day. <laughs> <laughs> and we're talking about some extra spicy trash. <laughs> this episode. The whole time I was thinking Sam has got to be blushing. I think that you misjudged me, Amanda. I am very <laughs> mature. <laughs> you didn't blush? I think I didn't because you warned me about it. So I think I oh. was prepared. <laughs> but there were some shocking areas. Yes. Um. Yeah. But I loved this episode. It was a good episode. It was a really good episode. And I, like, even was shocked how much, like, I was enjoying it. Because, like, this isn't really... It's not pseudoscience. No, and I think that's what we need to address. It's not talking about things that you should be doing in order to improve your health in a way that costs money. You know what I mean? It's literally just about women empowerment and sexuality, talking about some taboo topics that people aren't used to. And once again, this episode has nothing to do with goop. Has no. nothing to do with what they do today. Yeah, this is also another disclaimer, guys. This is a very not safe for work episode. No, I doubt that you guys ever listen to us in a public environment, but if you do, put on some headphones. This is your only warning, and we will not apologize. Nope. <laughs> nope. And we are we are gonna use the right words. Unlike when it's outro. Vagina. <laughs> Oh, I sounded like Donald Trump. Oh, no. <laughs> Vagina. Oh <laughs> okay, so yeah, we start. Okay, so this episode is called The Pleasure is Ours. And ladies, you goddamn right. <laughs> <laughs> Just as it alludes to, it's all about pleasure, more specifically, women's pleasure and their ability to have orgasms both with a partner and alone basically sexual wellness is what this entire episode is about orgasms don't drop down from heaven for men it does drop out of the sky and for women it's a different much different experience i would imagine a vast majority of women have experienced shame around their own pleasure it's really about the connection you have with yourself we teach women how to orgasm wow we have to have self to be able to take control. So have a healthy sexual relationship with yourself so that you're coming to your sexual partner as an active participant in your sexual experience to say what they want. We used to say that a woman had to learn how to run the fuck. Wow. We get an immediate intro to some experts in the field of female sexual wellness. Who do we meet? We meet Betty Dodson, and she is a kook. Yeah, think of like the coolest older woman you've ever met that yeah. that has no filter, that's super fun, that's super confident, and that is Betty. Yeah, she is like, you know how when you walk into a store and you see a lady and you're like, she looks like she's a, she's a cool grandma, like you said. Yeah, she looks like she she's had a good time in her life. She's got yeah. some stories. Yeah. Did you uh, notice that on her jacket she had... <laughs> a patch that said come together oh my gosh i believe it yes <laughs> yeah her aesthetic is very kind of biker chick yeah like short spiky hair what is it leather or jean jacket yeah kind of a deeper voice yeah she's so cool and then she business she has partner. her business partner there who i kind of think of her as like betty's the mentor Mm -hmm. And this other woman, her name is 
uh, Carlin Ross is like her mentee. She's going to be taking over. Yeah. Right. The company or she I think she's the current CEO. Yeah. Of she company. is. Yeah. And that is the Betty Dodson Foundation. Yeah. And guys, it is ooh, wild. Wild. This is like some advanced feminism shit. Carlin <laughs> Ross is really interesting because she's a very professional, clean cut lady but she is so not shy about no. anything i mean obviously this is what she does for a living but i guess the topic doesn't necessarily match the stereotypical face we'd see with a hypersexual yeah company yeah and of course when we start this episode gwyneth wants to be the center of attention as usual and yeah. she is just like Okay, who's ready to talk about vaginas? We love vaginas here at Goop. No, you don't. You don't treat them well. Let the vagina be what the vagina is. Don't try to steam it into something else, Gwen. It's a self-cleaning oven. Yeah. (laughs) That does not need extra heat. It does. Or moisture. Girl, that fucks up your pH. (laughs) Do not do that. Guys. Don't do that. (laughs) I feel like Gwyneth has imposter syndrome when it comes to vaginas. (laughs) She she thinks she knows what's up. She doesn't know. Yeah. And it becomes clear because guess what, guys? Today we are not talking about vaginas. We are talking about vulvas. (laughs) And don't you, don't you forget it because Betty will remind you every time. (laughs) Are you ready? Uh, I'm ready. Talk about vaginas. It's our favorite subject. Who? Vaginas. The vagina is the birth canal only. You want to talk about the vulva, which is the clitoris and the inner lips and all that good shit around it. (laughs) (laughs) So, little anatomy lesson, guys. Um, Your vulva, it's... That's the pleasure zone. That's That's the pleasure zone. Gwyneth Paltrow is so red. Elise would be red if she wasn't a robot. Yep. If she had human flesh, <laughs> she'd be red right now. If she had real emotion. <laughs> so this is when, like, we find out that this 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 lady, Betty, is 90 years old. She doesn't look it. She does not look it. And she's been educating women on their vulvas and... <laughs> Like, sexual wellness since, like, the 70s. Mm-hmm. And this, this part, like, I wasn't prepared for it. No. But Betty and Carlin basically run this workshop that's all about female empowerment and pleasure. With that, everybody's naked. Yeah. But ass naked. And they show everything. Everything. Yep. Yep. That... There's a lot of boobs, mm-hmm. but like it was to me, I thought it was so cool that like this workshop was so many different body types, ages, races. It was just like, wow, this is, this is great. I, I appreciate this a lot. So everybody's sitting in a circle and just looking at each other naked yeah we get more details on what the workshop is throughout the episode but that's that's our intro to it yeah basically (laughs) it's all about breaking down walls because women feel a lot of shame around their sexuality and their sexual performance and things like that so it's really just about about breaking down those walls and they talk more with gp and elise about that at hq yeah I feel like they hit on some really good um, points yeah. about women and sexuality and yeah. why why there's a stigma. Yeah. <clears throat> Patriarchy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I guys, I can't believe I'm going to say this. Gwena said something that I was like, girl, I agree with you. She said, shame, I think, pervades so much of our sexuality. And I was like, preach, preach. <laughs> preach mm-hmm. because like growing up in utah in a certain religion that's very predominant here mm-hmm. i felt that right like it wasn't really talked about i found out about all this stuff through friends mm-hmm. and even then it was like <laughs> it's like society can't figure out what the fuck they want right 
like one minute they're like, oh, we want women to be sexual, you know, commercialism. Like you got Victoria's Secret billboards all over the place and everybody loves that. And then it's like, oh, I don't like her. Her body count's too high. She's been with too many dudes. Like, okay, which is it? What, what, what do you want? What do you want? Pick a lane. Mm-hmm. Pick the right. Pick the right one. Just <laughs> stop. Stop. Stop trying to control us. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Leave us the fuck alone. Yeah. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so they talk about that double standard. And then we see more of the group. You know, that like. This is where it leads into the sexual wellness part. Right. So we actually leave Betty and Carlin behind for the workshop that takes place. You guys know the formula by now. We talk about a subject. We have a workshop. We send goop staffers there. And where they send these goop staffers is not to Betty's workshop because that is uh, not approved by HR. Nope. Nope. That's an HR crisis, Sam. (laughs) (laughs) Their words, not ours. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. They're not sending them to the advanced clinic. No. This is is a beginner's course, (laughs) which is great. I'm not shitting on this because it's great. And we meet Isabella Frappier. Something like that. I can't pronounce last names. Um. And her workshop is focused on, like, self-love, communication with your partner, uh, and intimacy. Yeah, intimacy. And I was like, okay, cool, 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 cool. I'm listening. I'm listening. We hear from some of the goopies on why they wanted to participate in this one. Mm -hmm. Um, But there are only two that stuck out to me. There was Sarah. Who I related to on a personal level. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, Sarah's like, I learned about sex from encyclopedias. Encyclopedias. Come, come on. Who has come encyclopedias on. anymore? <laughs> Who has those? On. Sex education for me was me learning from encyclopedias and learning through rumors. Even when I started to come into my own as a woman, I still didn't have any education about pleasure. Just say books. Why do you yeah. gotta fancy it up, Sarah? You know encyclopedias. <laughs> encyclopedias. <laughs> <laughs> she probably just didn't want to say what how I found out Cosmo. Yeah. <laughs> you and the smutty magazines. Yeah. <laughs> Sarah's much classier than that. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> and she also said through rumors. And I'm like, girl, just say friends. Yeah. Your friends told you. <laughs> That's what my friends did. Because <laughs> nobody was telling me shit. <laughs> so basically, she kind of has that whole whole thing. It's like uh, uh, talking about sex is like, uh, you don't do that. Mm-hmm. Like, I was raised that way, too. Like, it wasn't really talked about. Questions were answered mm-hmm. if I had them. But it it wasn't something that was, like, a normal conversation. Mm-hmm. You know? There was a lot of, like, well, don't touch yourself or else you have to go see the bishop. Right. Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I yeah. am a, I am a teenager. I don't need to go confess my sins to no bishop. <laughs> That's my business. <laughs> Not that I knew what I was doing then anyway. Because <laughs> I didn't know anything. <laughs> um, and then we also meet Lexi, who grew up in a very conservative culture in Shanghai. Hey, ladies. I'm Lexi. When I first heard about that group was doing this episode about female pleasure, I was like, I have to participate in it because I have personally struggled with sexual wellness. I grew up in Shanghai where sex wasn't talked about, and I have never really talked to my parents about sex or my sexuality being a gay woman, so I didn't really know what sex was. In my past relationship with other women, I was the one who was mostly giving in mm-hmm. the sexual relationship. I was feeling weird 
even letting my partner touch me like during sex or even like I was like oh I want to turn the light off I don't want the light on I just feel a little bit like disconnect with my body and I feel like I think I want to be able to like receive she needs this whole thing times 10 yeah all focused on her mm-hmm. after we hear from everyone it basically just breaks down to the same thing we have a couple of people there there that are married but I think most of them are single and they struggle with various things mm-hmm. it basically breaks down to people they're there because they want to feel more comfortable in their own skin. Mm-hmm. They want to feel sensual all the time. Sensual. <laughs> okay, Moira. <laughs> they, want, they want to feel sensual all of the time. And they just want to be more confident. And, yeah. and that's what Isabel's going to help them with. Yes. This this whole episode is like, it made my little feminist heart so happy. Mm-hmm. You have all earned the right to feel good in your body and to feel sensual. There is absolutely nothing that you need to do to earn that. You can work out because you feel strong. Yeah. But that needs to be very separate from the way you see yourself. And I'm like, oh, this is this is a nice workshop. Yeah. I think I think women need to you need to do this. Yeah. You know, self-love, man. And I really liked this episode, too, and I really liked all of the, you know, go feminism moments. But a lot of those moments were just not true. They were people being fake. Because next thing we know, we're at HQ, and we're hearing from GP. And GP is talking about some of the stigmas that women have and how it's totally not okay to not be comfortable in your own body or for society to make you feel uncomfortable in your own body. So many of us women are caught in this paradigm that we have to look a certain way and you know we're so critical of ourselves. Hypocrite! You are the problem! <laughs> you do this! Exactly! You do this! She is a part of the problem! She is over here screaming to like, I think it was the Huffington Post because I, I looked it up. About how, like, there's no excuse for, like, pregnant women to not immediately lose the baby weight. Excuse me? You're shaming people. Why are you? I'm sorry, Gwyneth. Not all of us have millions of dollars and can't afford a nanny and a personal trainer. What are you What are you doing? Yeah. Plus, like, also some of the stuff they sell. Yes. Guys, just don't listen to <laughs> Gwyneth. Yeah. Listen to the experts. Don't yeah. listen to her. Just- yeah. We need to just like shove her all the way over here and just sit down with Betty and Carlin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Part of me, that, that, that whole quote was like 2011. It's been 10 years. Mm-hmm. Maybe she's grown. Maybe. But I doubt it. Well, oh, I doubt it too, because obviously in the next episode, we're back to talking about how important appearance is. Yes. So, which is it? What What are you trying? Yeah. Mixed signals. Yeah. Yeah, Mixed. exactly. Exactly. I call bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> I wonder how much disassociation you guys see of women from their bodies. Oh, complete. And, yes. Yeah. yeah. And the female genitals. You hear the same stories, and it's always like, you know, I'm dirty down there. We're starting to talk about, okay, what are some falsehoods that women feel about their sexuality or sex in general and we hear some crazy stuff guys sit down and buckle up there were a lot of things that they're saying and i was like excuse me what yeah what we start with how women feel not confident or even shameful just about the way their yummies look. Oh, hey, throwback. <laughs> there is always like this genital shame that wow. happens. Where, why? Where do we get that? The culture. Think of all the, the nicknames. Pussy, snatch. It's not very positive. Yeah, right. even just the language by itself. There's a whole like shame around like your genitals and like how like culturally... It's like an icky thing, right? Like Betty starts talking about the words mm-hmm. that everybody says. And 
I remember you and I had a conversation like that mm-hmm. where we were like, there are so many different derogatory words for the vulva. Mm-hmm. Um, but for men, there really isn't. No. There is no equivalent. Mm-mm. And guys, if there is, tell me. Send me a little DM on Instagram. Let me know. <laughs> or on our discussion group. Please. <laughs> I wanna I wanna know. I wanna know. If you if you can prove me wrong that there is the equivalent that is just as derogatory as these words that Betty says. Prove me wrong. Prove prove, prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. You can't. Yeah, you're not gonna. <laughs> <laughs> Now we start go- talking about porn and how there is a certain way that labias look in pornography. And this is where my head starts spinning <laughs> because they bring up labiaplasty where women are getting their their labias cut off and shaped and bleached to look pink and like super like uniform carlin makes a comment that it's basically all of these women the porn stars yeah are shaping themselves to look like a young girl like a teenage girl and that just made me so icky yeah that that is a thing like yeah i it was so icky yeah i had to look it up carlin girl that was a bit of an exaggeration they have actually found no correlation with porn that i don't think I, it does happen. Yeah. But it's not that every porn star is going out or that it's like a requirement to be a porn star. Mm-hmm. I think that Carlin's bigger point wasn't even to be focused on that, but it was to be focused on, okay, how is society and culture making people feel about themselves? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it's through more than just the looks. And, and we'll get to it about like the mythologies that come with porn, but it's also the way that women act in it you know they act like they're having an orgasm from two thrusts of penetration yeah no No, and so it's leading to people thinking this is how sex is supposed to be i'm supposed to be feeling this way i'm supposed to feel good when he does this but i don't or when they do this but i don't and i think that's what carlin's getting at is you know we're painting all of these falsehoods in our head because if nobody's going to talk to you about sex, if if it's a taboo topic, if you feel shamed about it, and the only place you're learning about it is through porn, that's the yeah. wrong place. Guys, no, 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 no. Because what feels good in porn, what feels good in porn may not feel good in real life. No, and guys, they're they're acting. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure, don't get me wrong. Obviously, the guy gets there. Avi. But the women, I'm sure they have have good times too. But to like be already like like you said like two thrusts in and they're like screaming and just like super whiny. <laughs> it's 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 guys, it's not real. Yeah. And that's what Carlin's getting at. Yeah. My boy turned 13 yesterday. You know, when I think about the access he has to pornography, like the way that women are portrayed in pornography. Yeah, the women lie there and they have a certain look and their genitals are surgically altered. Really? So most women have dangling inner lips. And what they do is they cut oh the labia my God. and they bleach I've never heard everything of pink. So everyone looks like a baby doll. They look like a teen girl. Like a Barbie. And that's why women come in and they're like, there's something wrong. Ah. I have dark inner lips or they're they're not symmetrical. This whole thing of comparing ourselves leads into this very shocking study done by like uh, Eva Peel. It was a a gynecological (laughs) cancer charity. They basically asked like a thousand women to, to like identify the anatomy of their vulvas. 
44% of them were unable to do so. <laughs> and only 60% or no, sorry. 60% of them couldn't identify their vulva. Why is sex education so taboo? <laughs> why why is there this stigma around it? Guys, we're we're all we're all going to do it at some point. We're all going to explore our bodies. some of us are doing it right now (laughs) with the workshop with the vulva workshop with betty and carlin (laughs) yep uh see i thought you were gonna make a joke some of us are doing that right now it's gonna be like samantha pull your hands out of your pants (laughs) (laughs) yes so not only are they naked they're spread eagled yeah. In the workshop. So everybody gets a look at all the uniqueness. <laughs> the uniqueness that is the vulva. That is all our vulvas. Everything's great, wonderful, beautiful, and unique. I already said unique. But it's true. And basically, Betty and Carlin will take these women through what they call a genital show and tell. Mm-hmm. Where... Not only are they sitting next to Betty with a ring-like mirror turned to look at their vulva so Betty can give them a little tour and get them a little acquainted with themselves, all the other women are watching. Yeah. These women have the biggest balls I've ever seen. Yes. I don't know if I could do that. Ovaries. Thank you very much. Yes. I even wrote that down. I was like, I mean, ovaries. <laughs> um, so I just like, I'm sitting there just like, good for you. Yeah. I couldn't do that. I yeah. really don't think I could. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I'm, I'm not there yet. <laughs> I'm not, I'm, Betty, I'm not on your level, girl. Someday. Maybe. <laughs> I will aspire to reach your... I don't give a fuckness. <laughs> <laughs> that is the goal. <laughs> but 27-year-old me is not there. <laughs> yeah. And more specifically, Carlin, because your girl is taking one for the team for everything involving this episode. Yep. So we're in our show and tell. We're not seeing anything other than naked people right now. And I, if you're watching this episode, I'm sure that you're sharing the same thoughts as me. They're not going to show it. They are right. not going to show the vulva. No, they're not going to do it. All you, s- The editing is... They did this on fucking purpose. Yeah. To lull you into a false sense of security. So they have Betty and Carlin in like Betty's like office, like relaxation space. Yeah. <laughs> Workshop space. <laughs> and Carlin... No pants. Yeah. Is spread eagled in front of a mirror. We see it from the side. And Betty is like, oh, you know what you're doing down there. You've 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 taken a tour before. Mm-hmm. And Carlin's like, Yeah, Betty. Like, <laughs> silly Betty. <laughs> and then the the camera angle is just right that you can only see her inner thigh and mm-hmm. her finger. Mm-hmm. So you're thinking. They're not gonna show it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. I see what they're doing. They're like showing it, but like not showing it. They're they're letting you create the mental picture, right? Wrong, <laughs> wrong, 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 wrong. Yeah. <laughs> um. All of a sudden, uh, we see Carlin's vulva. All of it. All of it. Right there on your screen. And all its glory. And it's like, they're so chill about it. So, so chill. Yeah. She's like, yeah, so that's my clitoris. Those are my lips. And (laughs) I'm just sitting there like, I am staring at a vulva of some woman I don't know. With, With them showing this, their whole point to drive home is that penises are fucking everywhere. All of us know what a penis penis looks like (laughs) but on the other hand vulvas are not really a thing Mm -hmm. 
when you, they're like, oh, don't show that. That's not okay. Penises are okay. Vulva's not okay. Mm. Patriarchy. <laughs> so they they talk about how they filmed Carlin's vulva. And Betty makes a really good point. She's like, if you're going to show one, you need to show more. If you only show one, everybody's going to get this idea that that's what it should look like. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Betty girl, yes. Yes. And then I was like, oh, no. <laughs> because it is back to back to back to back to back vulvas. Yeah. And it is mind-blowing and mind-opening. Everybody's is so different. Like, it's so different. So different. You got ones that, like, are hiding away, girl. Tiny. And like, they're, they're shy. They're not even there. And then you got other ones that are like, Pow, Pow I'm here. <laughs> I am a vulva. <laughs> and then you got ones that are kind of in the middle. Right. And... Different ranges of grooming. Yeah. No, from no grooming at all to bear. Yeah. And it's just like. Whoa. This is, uh, yeah. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. And also. Because <laughs> who, whose vulvas are these? Who volunteered? Yeah. Because also. <laughs> good for you, girls. Good for you. To just be like, this is my vulva. <laughs> Take hear, a picture. Hear me roar. <laughs> yep. Yes. I am woman. <laughs> and it's, oh, God. It's so, like, like it was shocking. Because, like, you're thinking, I'm watching Netflix. They're not going to show a fucking vulva. Right. Nope. They do. Nope. Nope. Yeah, you. it was shocking, but it was an important part of the story that they're telling, which is you can't be comfortable with yourself if you don't know what you're working with. And if you yeah. don't know that it's normal and beautiful in its own way, it's very interesting, very gutsy, very empowering. It got me thinking, that's for sure, because I was I would did not know that they were that different. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Guys, listen to Betty's advice. Take a mirror and get to know yourself (laughs) because it's beautiful. No shame. You got it. Love it. On to the not so beautiful portion (laughs) of the pleasure episode is the non-pleasure, the fake pleasure. Don't do that. (laughs) Don't do that. (laughs) Um, again, patriarchy (laughs) is that that I want to know. I want to know who started this so I can when a time machine happens that I can like go back in time and punch this dick in the face (laughs) to like start this whole misconception that like women orgasm just as easily as men and that uh, like women get off so fast. Mm hmm. I want to go back in time and punch that dick in the face. Mm-hmm. We need to st- stop it. Mm-hmm. Women need time. And sometimes <laughs> Betty says this later. She's like, sometimes you just pop right off, which is true. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you don't at all. And that's okay. You just got to work at it. And that's what we're getting at. Yeah. And she- when you're dealing with a partner, you got to communicate. Which is what we're focusing on in this workshop. So we're back with Isabel. She basically tells the group, you guys, if you fake it, let today be the very last day that's ever happened. Don't do that anymore because you are teaching your partner that you like things that you don't. Yeah. In order to focus more on communication, Isabel walks them through this super cool workshop that I think... I would not be able to do with my coworkers or strangers, but I think would be a great workshop for a person and their partner where she has them pair up 
and mm-hmm. give one another either a foot massage or a hand massage. And all you need to do is communicate to the person you're working with what you like. I yeah. like it better when you rub the top of my hand. I like it when you pull on my fingers. I like tickles more than I like massages. Whatever. Yeah. I thought that was so great. Yeah, it was a fantastic exercise that people should be doing as couples or whatever. It's just all about communication. Yeah, I I love I really loved this workshop. I was like, I I would go to one of these. Yeah, I would not. I would with my partner, but I would not be able to do it with a stranger. Oh no, 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 no. It would safe space. (laughs) Safe space. (laughs) I I really really liked that. Um, and I I was like watching it. You could tell some of them were like uncomfortable, like starting to communicate. And mm-hmm. I was like, why do we do this to ourselves? Yeah. If they're just uncomfortable communicating what feels good as a massage on their yeah. hands, they're not going to be comfortable in the bedroom. Yeah. Because of the whole stigma around it. The whole stigma of a woman's pleasure being less important yeah. than men's pleasure which brings us to gp betty and the whole group at goop hq talking about this talking about it's all about the man the idea that women inherently deserve pleasure like i feel like i'm just at 46 years old starting to knit that together Mm -hmm. but i think i was very much raised in an era where it was very much about the guy and trying to look good for the guy and do what the guy wanted to be the cool girl. So we're wrapping up things with Isabel. The workshop has come to an end, but Lexi clearly has a lot more to work through. Mm-hmm. So she's going to move on to some more intense training. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, let's go to Betty's workshop in NYC. Shh, that's a plane taking off. <laughs> um lexi shows up and i'm surprised to see that everyone is clothed yeah i was prepared for a naked betty yeah and i think that was probably the agreement to have lexi go there it's like (laughs) lexi will not be naked (laughs) and neither will you uh lexi basically catches them up on what we already know about her Mm -hmm. about her upbringing how she has these problems in the bedroom and um carlin makes a really good there's a lot of rage inducing moments in this episode and i think that's why this episode is so important into like fighting these things that are causing me rage carlin brings up that there's really no like country on earth that encourages women to be sexual mm-hmm. there's no country in the world that encourages girls to explore themselves right. and their sexuality doesn't exist we shut them down with the beauty myth mm-hmm. and the slut stigma and the virginity right. myth like it doesn't exist yeah. why 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 it's so stupid yeah Ugh. <laughs> made me mad <laughs> but basically all Carlin was trying to do was, like, she was empathizing with Lexi in the sense that, like, Lexi never really knew how to be sexual, mm-hmm. how to explore down there, how to masturbate, yeah. basically. Yep. And that is what Lexi is here to learn. She's going to have a one-on-one lesson with, I guess it's one-on-one-on-one. It's a lesson between Lexi, Carlin, and Betty where they are going to show her, and spoilers, us, how to masturbate. They show it on camera. They do. And before we get there, at HQ, Betty is talking to us about there are different types of orgasms. There's like the tension orgasm, (laughs) which is, you know, you know, a quick one where you kind of stop breathing and you let it happen. And then there's what Betty calls and has invented as the rock and roll, where you just kind of go with it and keep going. And you also control your orgasm a lot here. It's like, yeah, it's all about dragging it out as long as possible, Mm -hmm. which makes for a more powerful orgasm. Yeah. Yeah. Rock and roll method, AKA the Betty Dodson method. And this is when they throw out receipts. And I looked it up and it's a real study. 
Yeah, on screen text, 500 women who struggled with anorgasmia. I did not know that that was a word. Yeah. It's, oh, it is about women who can't orgasm. Yeah. Were evaluated in a Danish research study on the effectiveness of the Betty Dodson method. Incredible results. With her method, 465 out of 500 women were able to orgasm. When they had never before? Yeah. Crazy. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. Incredible. And so we kind of get a little like walkthrough of how it works. Mm-hmm. Betty pulls out the vibrator and it's a magic wand and 10 out of 10 would recommend. <laughs> Heard that from a friend. Definitely not me. Wink, wink. <laughs> um, and basically just like it's, it's, it's a Kegel workout. You're working your kegels, sending blood flow down to your kegels, also with a vibrator on your clit, mm-hmm. and then they pull out this, what I can only describe of, a old-timey robot's antenna. That's what it kind of looks like. <laughs> it's something that Betty had custom made. It's made out of surgical steel. It's weighted. Mm-hmm. It's a... Uh, wand also girth is is not large girth just weighted and shaped the right way and all i can think is that would be so fucking cool oh yeah oh god it would be like going to the gyno (laughs) yeah oh oh guys guys put in some warm water or something before (laughs) but not too warm not no 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 good a nice lukewarm. <laughs> we should be okay. They show us how to work these two tools for the perfect climax. Basically, they go through like what she's gonna do. Oh, real quick. They also Betty is so fucking funny. I love Betty so much. She brings out the magic wand, right? And if anybody knows what that looks like, it's a big fucking wand with a big handle and like a big the vibrator part's big. It's like a... Like a bulb. Yes, like a bulb. And she's like... Betty's like, oh, when we bring this out, it scares all of the men because they think it's for penetration. <laughs> Leave it to men to think that everything is for penetration. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Who would think... If your man thought that was for penetration, run. <laughs> God damn. Stop. Get some help. Oh my God. Oh, she is so funny. <laughs> she kills me. Um then we so after she like they explain basically what the two toys are for. We jump back to HQ and Elise asks a really stupid fucking question. Yeah! <gasps> So stupid. And Betty is not here for she her, is, girl. She is not here for her shit. <laughs> Elise doesn't even get the full question out before <laughs> Betty fucking cuts her off and annihilates her. <laughs> do you think orgasm is important or do you think it's that sort of... Absolutely. Betty Dawson is like, don't you dare do that in my face. Don't know. Of Why are we all here if orgasms are not fucking important? Yeah, just more (laughs) ammunition to the claim that Elise is a robot. Yeah, and in fact, like, you can tell that Elise is like, oh, I fucked up. Because she has this, like, perma smile on that's just like, (laughs) please don't kill me. (laughs) And Betty puts it in a way she's like, do you want to go in front of a sneeze and not sneeze? No. They probably cut out Betty being like, what the fuck kind of question was that? (laughs) Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Um, But Gwyneth Gwyneth asks the smarter question. Does an orgasm have a role in women's health? Yes. (laughs) Good question. Not a stupid question. Not so obvious. But this is when they they tell us, like, the things that can help or that orgasms help with. Reduces stress, curbs your appetite, 
appetite. 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 <laughs> Your appetite. <laughs> Reduces stress, curbs appetite, boosts hormone levels, enhances sleep, and sense of smell. What? <laughs> what? That one, I, that one I didn't know. The other ones, <laughs> like, I feel like I've heard before, but sense That's of pretty smell? random. <laughs> so... Then they start talking about how it would be incredible for the world to actually see a genuine, real-life orgasm. Betty is like, it would be, like, groundbreaking. (laughs) (laughs) And guys, we're gonna see one. Do you think that there's almost a responsibility to show, like what actually happens and the beauty of a female orgasm. Yes. And to see how other women orgasm, not the stuff you hear in pornography, not the stuff you see on the Hollywood movies, which is fake and not real. There's no like reference of what a real orgasm looks like out there. Do you think by being sort of explicit about it, we can help women reframe what that experience is? Yes. So this leads to us and Lexi observing carlin getting herself off with betty instructing her on how to do yeah. so you guys are trying to act like carlin don't know what's up we don't know yeah carlin knows what's up yeah, yeah carlin carlin's your ceo girl <laughs> carlin is so gutsy here she even says like I knew I'd have to do this in front of, like, a whole camera crew. They do it pretty tastefully. It did not feel like porn. It did no. not feel, like, even very sexual. It, 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 I don't know. They did a good job. Yeah, they really did. Um, But Carlin basically does this for feminism. Yeah. <laughs> for feminism. <laughs> exactly. Because she's like, you know. Anything, any progress we've made, somebody had to put on the line, so I'll do it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> you think of like feminism. Yeah. Anytime we took a step forward towards equality, it meant someone had to put it on the line. Always. What is the inherent danger in a woman being integrated with her sexuality? When you're in touch with your body and you love your body and you can give yourself an orgasm, you're independent, you know who you are, you know what you want. We're we're very dangerous when we're knowledgeable. We're not watching her actually, like, using the tools. It's all kind of like we're watching from top down. Mm -hmm. And even to the side, because we don't really see her using the toys. Mm -mm. Um, But... (laughs) Carlin... It's like she finishes and she's like, well, that was fun. And then Betty like claps her hands. It was basically like, hot damn. Yeah. And they're like, cut. Yeah. <laughs> she cut. looks at the camera crew and throws up her arms. So she's like, cut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's a treasure. Rest in peace, Betty. She died in October of 2020. <sighs> damn you, 2020. Yeah. Damn you. Damn you. Basically, her whole life was dedicated to, like, being an activist for, like, sex. Mm -hmm. And that everybody should have a good time, basically. Mm -hmm. And there shouldn't be any, like, fear behind it. We'll we'll have to post the, like, article in the show notes. But it was just, like, if you want to know more about her, this was, like, a really good, like, overall on her life and her work. Mm -hmm. And it just, like, made me love her even more. R.I.P. Queen Betty. Yep. (laughs) R.I.P. <laughs> okay, you guys, stay tuned for the end of the episode for our very famous bloops. Bloop, 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 bloop. And before then, you need to figure out how to follow us on all of the things and to help our podcast grow. Yes! How can you help us? <laughs> First, you can subscribe. And rate and review us wherever you listen to your podcasts. And also, if you would, tell five friends. 
If you already left a review, tell five friends. Tell five friends. Tell them about it. Just tell them like whatever you like about the show. Just send them over our way. Everybody's welcome. This dumpster is like the TARDIS in Doctor Who. It's bigger on the inside. <laughs> There's plenty of room. Plenty. So tell five friends if you've already left a review. Then you can also follow us on social media. We're on like all the big ones. Yep. So Facebook, Who Are You Calling Trashy Podcast, plus our discussion group, Trashy Pod Squad. Then you can follow us on Instagram at our, pay- our, our show page, Who Are You Calling Trashy. And you can follow me personally at Manda Talks Trash. And me at Sam Talks Trash. Then we're over on the Twitter. The, the one with the bird. <laughs> and we're tweeting things. We've got some good ones. Got some good ones. We're at WYCT Pod. And then <laughs> I'm at Manda Talks Trash. And I'm at Sam Talks Trash OG. Not on Parlor. No. <laughs> Don't go over there. Betty would be so disappointed. That's a different type of dumpster. <laughs> That's... That's the stinky one. <laughs> the very, very stinky one with all the like liquid in the bottom. <laughs> you don't want that. Come to our dumpster where it's shiny and chrome. <laughs> <laughs> and smells wonderful. We have essential oils in here. <laughs> <laughs> and pillows. <laughs> okay, we love you guys. We love you guys. Come back next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>